listening to the Refinery Church Podcast. Each message comes from our Saturday night service in Brea, California. We pray these messages will build your faith and encourage you today. Wisdom. Everybody say wisdom. Wisdom. Wisdom's what we need. Each of us needs wisdom every single day. Sometimes it's just as simple as, God, my car is running bad. It's making a weird sound. I can't afford forward for my car to break down. I got to get to work. I got to take the kids to school. I need wisdom on what to do with this car, right? Anybody been there before? Okay, we need wisdom every single day. And God gives us access to supernatural wisdom if we'll have ears to hear. I want to start by reading a, pro- a promise from God. This is a promise that you can stand on. It's found right here in James chapter 1, verses 5 through 6. Matter of fact, let's do something. Let's charge this atmosphere with the Word of God, and let's all read this together. Ready? Begin. If you need wisdom, ask our generous God, and He will give it to you. Pause for a second. I want to go back there. I want to read that again. And when we get to the word will, I want you to say will like you believe it. Ready? Begin. If you need wisdom, ask our generous God, and He will give it to you. He will not rebuke you for asking, but when you ask him, be sure that your faith is in God alone. Do not waver, for a person with divided loyalty is unsettled as the wave of the sea that is blown and tossed by the wind. We are promised wisdom when we ask and when we're trusting the Lord to give us that wisdom. If you've been reading through the book of Proverbs, it talks about that over and over and over again. Matter of fact, Proverbs chapter 2 says that the Lord grants wisdom. And then later on in chapter 2, we see that wisdom will save us from disaster. And it will bring success and understanding. But here's the thing. I want to get super practical tonight. Because that could be good and you could be going, yeah, that's right. But how do you get wisdom? How do you get the wisdom that you need? That's, that's the practical side of me. Does it drop out of the sky like a, like a package, like in that movie Hunger Games, just a little package that comes floating through the air just when you need it? Is that how wisdom comes? No. Sometimes, and this is what I have found and this is what I've discovered, sometimes there are those aha moments. Anybody ever had an aha moment where you go, oh, that's what I need to do? Aha! Now, there are those aha moments, and I thank God for those aha moments. They saved me in lots of different times. But most regularly, where I have found wisdom is when I've spent daily time in His Word because it fills up a well that the Holy Spirit can draw from and and give me the wisdom. That's why God inspired over 40 authors to put down these 66 books and write down His ways, his words, so that we could have access to wisdom. Unfortunately, most men and women, even Christians, don't even tap into the wisdom that God has for us right here in his word. Now, there are those times that we don't have that aha moment, right? We go, well, I just don't know what to do. And, and maybe you're, you're reading through the Bible and, you, and you're reading through the Bible and you get to the book of Numbers, You're going, I need wisdom. And you're reading through the book of Numbers. And you spend days reading through the book of Numbers going, there's no wisdom in there. It's just so-and-so begot so-and-so who begot so-and-so who begot so-and-so who begot so-and-so. Okay, am I supposed to have a bunch of kids? Is that what you're trying to tell me, God? I don't know what I'm supposed to do here. 
Sometimes you, you don't have an aha moment. Other times you're still going, I still don't know what to do. God gives us another resource. He gives us another resource to have wisdom. And it's, it's made of flesh and blood, bones and, and muscles. It's each other. God gives us the ability to gain wisdom when we seek out wise counsel. Everybody say wise counsel. In chapters 11, chapter 15, and chapter 24 of Proverbs, Solomon tells us that wisdom and safety come from a multitude of counselors. Now, I don't know about you, when I hear the word counselor, I think of a professional who's trained in the human psyche, who understands the thinkings of, of, of man. Or, or maybe when you hear the word counselor, you think of a movie like this one. Take a look. Check one, two. <laughs> Anybody ever seen the movie What About Bob? Yeah, yeah. If you've ever been in counseling or ever done any kind of counseling, you enjoy that movie. <laughs> it's hilarious. Listen, there's no shame, there's no shame and there's no weakness in seeking out wise counsel. The Bible clearly recommends looking for wise counsel. It recommends this practice. As a matter of fact, take a look at some of these scriptures from the book of Proverbs that instructs us on seeking out counsel. Take a look. Proverbs chapter 19, verse 20 says, Listen to advice and accept discipline. And at the end, you will be counted among the wise. Listen to advice and accept discipline. This is simple and to the point, isn't it? If you want direction and you're having trouble determining what you're supposed to do, listen. Everybody say listen. listen. See, one of the things about when you go to get advice, you got to be willing to listen to the advice. Isn't that right? You got to be willing to accept what that wise person is offering you, even if it means correction. And another word for correction is discipline. Even if it's correction. Matter of fact, oftentimes that's the best kind of advice we can get is to say, you know, you, you're out of shape. Maybe you shouldn't be going over to Krispy Kreme Donuts as much or eating that In-N-Out burger times five. <laughs> advice. Listen and accept the wise counsel, even if it's correction. Take a look at the second one here. 
Without wise leadership, a nation falls. There is safety in having many advisors. Proverbs chapter 11, verse 14. In many advisors, there's safety in having many advisors. Without wise leadership, a nation fails. This is specifically for those of you who lead large organizations. Those who lead countries, such as presidents and kings and queens. They need many advisors. That's why when I pray, I pray for our president. I say, Lord, surround President Trump with wise advisors that are led by the Holy Spirit. That's how I pray for my president. I pray, God, give him wise advisors because there is no total package in any leader. Every leader has weaknesses and flaws and faults. Each of us are human and we have our shortcomings. We have our blind spots. We need wise advisors around us. And that's how I pray for our present and that's how I pray for myself. Godly counsel is essential, especially when you're leading organizations and groups of people. Take a look at this third one from Proverbs. Proverbs chapter 15, verse 22 say, plans go wrong for the lack of advice. Many advisors, how many? Many advisors bring success. In the Bible, we see that even these great men of God that are considered the the patriarchs of our faith, they had advisors around them. The great lawgiver, Moses, had an advisor. His father-in-law, Jethro, gave him great advice. And Moses, thankfully, listened to his father-in-law. King David, the greatest king of Israel, even his successor, Solomon, had many counselors in their decision-making. And when they didn't seek out counsel, that's when they got into trouble. Paul, in the New Testament, he had Barnabas and various church elders Check this out. If these great men need counselors, need advisors, so do you and I. All of us do. And the Bible gives us clear instruction that wisdom is found in a multitude of counsel. So let's get super practical for just the next few minutes. If you're a note taker, pull out your journal. If you have your phone or your iPad, I'm going to give you very practical, practical ways to identify the kind of counselors you want. And I've boiled it down to three basic counselors or counseling that you want to get wisdom from when you're seeking. Number one is this one. You want someone who is a biblically-based counselor. Number one is that. You got that back there? There it is. Number one is biblically-based. Everybody say biblically-based. Why is that important? Because everybody and their brother wants to give you advice. You jump onto YouTube, there are hundreds of channels giving you advice on everything. And I cannot guarantee you, matter of fact, I will not guarantee you that any of that is good advice. There might be some out there, but be careful. Be careful. What is their source? What is their source? If you've been around Orange County, let me, let me give you an example. If you've been around Orange County for, well, let's say over 20 years, is there anybody in here who's been in Orange County over 20 years? Raise your hand if you've been around Orange County over 20 years. Okay, there's a few of you. Okay, there's a few of you. Good. Let me tell you a quick story. Uh, back in 1994, Orange County went bankrupt. Anybody ever remember hearing about that? 1994, Orange County went bankrupt. And most people were like, what? How could Orange County go bankrupt? 
one of the largest, most prosperous counties in all of the nation, went bust? Well, the answer was simple, and it was outrageous. The treasurer, the tax collector by the name of Robert Citron, lost $1.7 billion of taxpayer money because he irresponsibly invested into these risky investments. Two years after that, he was being interviewed in December of 1996. The interviewer asked the reasons behind his decisions that plunged Orange County into bankruptcy. And you know what he said? He said he had gotten advice from a mail-order psychic on interest rates. This is the man of Orange County that is handling our taxes, and he's getting advice from a psychic. That proved to be bad advice, and it affected the entire county. See, to avoid making stupid mistakes, the first place to seek out godly wisdom should be found with godly people. That's why we gather here, because we need each other. Godly counsel can and should be found with godly people. If God's will is not clear to you, go to people who are grounded in God's word, who are going to give you godly counsel, wisdom from the wisdom giver. See, God says in the book of Hebrews chapter 13, I don't have the verse up here, but Hebrews chapter 13, verse 7. You may want to write this down and go look it up. Hebrews 13, 7 says, follow those who follow Christ. Look at the fruit of their life so that you can receive the same kind of fruit. See, what God is saying is look for godly counsel in godly people. See, the church, the body of Jesus Christ, is supposed to be a support and encouragement to one another. One of the reasons why we gather here is so that you can build each other up, so that you can get encouragement from one another. I love how afterwards we hang out in the cafe afterwards, and people are talking about, hey, what's going on, and, and hey, I need some advice here and advice there, and I'm so thankful because I say, that's what we need, godly people giving godly advice encouragement. It's expected that we're going to help each other out, that we're going to bear up one another's burdens. We need each other. Would you turn to somebody right there behind you or next to you and say, I need you. Come on, I need you. I need you. I know there's a single guy in here right now going, thank you, Pastor Kelly. That's what I've been wanting to say to her. I need you. I know there's a wife here saying, that's about time you said that, honey. You do need me. That's right. Listen to what it says in Hebrews 10, 24 through 27. It says, Let us consider how we may spur one another on towards love and good deeds. Let us not give up meeting together as some are in the habit of doing, but let us encourage one another and all the more as you see this day approaching. Hebrews chapter 10. You know what God says? We got to keep meeting together. Don't get out of the habit of meeting together. It's not because of religion. It's because we need each other. There are people here who need you. They need your encouragement. They need your experience. They need your expertise. Which leads me into the second type of counsel to gain wisdom. And the second one is this. Experienced. 
people who are experienced. It only makes sense to go to people who've experienced what you're going through. The best advice for a new mom is from another mom who's been there. Isn't that right, moms? That's who you want to get advice from. Somebody who is experienced, like a coach who plays a sport or did play a sport. You want, if, you're, if you're going into a sport, whatever that sport might be, whether it's baseball, football, or lacrosse, or whatever, you want a coach, right, who has played that sport. Isn't that right? If I go to the gym and I say, man, I want to get in shape, I want to, I want to tone up, I want, to, I, want to, I want to lose some weight. If I go to a gym and I see a guy that's 300 pounds and greasy, eating fast food, I do not want to be coached by him. Because I look at him and go, nope, he has not experienced what I need. I'm going to look for the guy who looks like, like you. <laughs> I want somebody who's fit and strong because I want to be fit and strong like James, like Josh, like Ken, like some of these other guys. I want. Then I want to be like you guys. You're experienced in this. Same thing with a coach who plays a sport. I want to be coached by somebody who's been successful at their sport. Listen to what Theodore Levitt of Harvard Business School says. He says, experience comes from what we have done. Wisdom <laughs> comes from what we have done badly. So if you get wisdom from somebody who's experienced, then you can learn from the bad things they've done too. And, and, and what can happen is this. You can be, you could talk to somebody who walks and he's walking along and he hits his head on the wall, bam! Whoa, that's experience. And, and, and you see them, you say, did that hurt? Yeah, that hurt. Wisdom is, now you're going to learn from their experience and you're not going to walk into that wall. Isn't that right? Now the fool goes, did that hurt? Let me see for myself. You know, boom. That's a fool. But a wise person says, you know what? Wall is hard. <coughs> that guy got hurt. I don't need to learn anymore. Wisdom learns from the experience. So here's what you do. Find people who've gone through what you're going through right now and ask them, how did you make it? How did you make it? You're trying to lose weight? Talk to somebody who's done it. How'd you do it? You talk to guys like Joshua Chase, he'll say, I just eat meat all the time. All the time. I just eat meat, 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 more meat. <laughs> if you want an education... And you're saying, man, how did you do that? How did you go back to school? How did you get that education? I want to do that. You can learn from them. And they'll talk about scheduling. And they'll talk about those kinds of things. There's wisdom there. If someone has been, been where you want to go, if someone has been where you want to go, and they're successful, sit down with them. Pay for them to have a nice dinner or a nice lunch. Don't just take them over to Chick-fil-A. Take them to Yard House over here and say, I want to buy you a nice meal and I want to learn from you the things that you have done. How did you be successful? But you know what? You can also learn from people who have failed. Isn't that right? You can learn from people who have failed. If someone has failed at what you're trying to do, talk to them and say, what would you do differently so that I don't make the similar mistakes? You see, that's wisdom. That's wisdom. There's a young man up in Northern California. He's getting ready to plant a church in the next couple of years. He's around 20 years old, and he feels the Lord has put on his heart to plant a church. He sought me out. 
He said, Pastor Kelly, you planted a church in Mission Viejo, and now you're starting a new work, a new congregation in Brea. I want to talk with you. And so every single month, he, he has set up a time to call me, and we talk for about a half an hour, and he just asks me questions, and I give him honest answers. I say, this is working. This isn't working. We tried this. It failed. We tried this. It was successful. See, he's smart. He's saying, I want to learn from your experience. I can't wait to see how God uses this young man because I'm going to celebrate his success. When seeking wisdom, there are going to be occasions when you need to go after those coaches and those people with experience. Moms, dads, young people, go after those with people with experience. Lastly, number three, take a look at this one. Most qualified. Most qualified. These people may or may not be Christians, but do you know what? God can use them too. God can use people who don't even acknowledge Him as Savior. There are men and women who have been uniquely gifted by God. Even though they don't know God yet, they've received gifts and talents and abilities, whether it's musical gifts, skills, medical gifts. These people may or may not be believers. Whatever the case is, they know their stuff and they have a track record of excellence. Listen to this story. Henry Ford asked an electrical genius by the name of Charlie Steinmetz to build a generators, build generators for his factory. Ford asked that he would build something that could sustain his factories. One day the generators ground to a halt. And the, the local factory repairman could not fix the problem. So Ford called Charlie Steinmetz, who tinkered with the machines for just a few hours, and then he threw the switch, and the generator started humming. Ford was excited till he got the bill from Charlie. Now, this was back in the 1930s, and the bill was $10,000. Now, Ford was well-known as being very frugal. Some would call him cheap. And so he calls up Charlie and says, what in the world is this $10,000 bill? Steinmetz replied, well, for tinkering with the generators, $10. For knowing where to tinker, $9,990. Ford paid the bill. Wisdom. You want the most qualified person to give you advice. You can get godly counsel from those who are qualified. My daughter, Rachel, uh, a number of years ago, when she was just around five years old, uh, it, was, it was thought that she had cancer in her eye. And we prayed over her. We declared God's promises over her. And we knew that whatever that was in her eye needed to be removed. We prayed, God, we don't want just any doctor messing with our daughter's vision. We want the best. We want the most qualified. I didn't care if the surgeon could quote multiple passages of Scripture or not. What I wanted was that he knew that eyeball better than anybody else around. You understand? Now, if he or she was skilled and a devoted Christian, even better. But I still would be praying over my daughter and declaring God's goodness over her and believing that the most qualified person would help. End of the story is, 
The surgeon went in there, removed the little spot that was on her eye, and said, there's no cancer there. I can't find anything. Praise Jesus for God's hand of mercy on my daughter, Rachel, who has great vision now. Even with your beautiful glasses, you still have great vision. <laughs> Listen, each of us needs wisdom, and God provides it to us. Spend time daily in His Word. That's why, we've been, that's why we've been exercising this summer. Go through Proverbs regularly. Write down the insight that you can gain from the Lord. In addition to that, God will send people into your life. You search out for people who are biblically based, who have the experience that you need, and who are the most qualified to give you the wisdom that you need. James, why don't you come on up? As we close, listen, many men and women have crashed on the rocks of life because storms do come, don't they? Each of us faces storms on a daily basis, and we need wisdom on how to navigate around the rocks, around the hidden things. And we don't want to crash like that cruise liner did a few years ago on some rocks and go sinking down. We want to navigate. And the way we can do that is through wise counsel to help us navigate these storms and rocks in life. We need each other. Refinery is a place where you can come, you can be encouraged, and you can find wise counsel right here amongst us. Thank you for listening. For more information, check out our website at wearerefinery.com, like us on Facebook, and follow us on Instagram at wearerefinery. God bless.